0: The NBA season is heating up, and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And, of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
0: Jesse thought I was in a bad mood. I am in a fantastic. I am in a horror. I hate hate working the day before we leave. I'm sitting here trying to pack up, get all this crap done. What time are you guys hitting the? road? I don't know why it's such an aggravating thing. Uh, probably she has to work half day, so we're a little less than half. So we're leaving about noon time. Our oh, Our okay. goal is to get into Chicago right at rush hour traffic, so we can really end the seven hour trip on a on a happy note. So I'm, I am goal. I am very excited about it.
1: I I think it's going to be fun. I haven't been to Chicago in a few years. My wife and I talked about moving to Chicago at one point. We loved it so much last time we were there. Apparently, you don't read the news. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was one of the the factors that kept us here. Um, But I I will say the, man, I've already started with the I will says. I said I wasn't going to do it. All right. I'm going to here starting now. Um, Overall, Chicago is a really fun city. I'm really excited. We've got that boat that architectural boat tour on Wednesday evening I'm excited about. And then what isn't there something else going on? What's what's going on in the in Chicago? Oh, it's the National. Nationals.
0: Yeah, I I always feel bad for these shows. And I feel bad too. We've got some nice momentum. I was looking at the ratings. We this, this is the first 2 weeks I think since we started and the beginning numbers don't mean anything that we've been consistently top 100. So, actually, it was ha- kind of in the sports category. We do need to get into it, though. We are just killing time. I'll add my complaints later.
1: I think what we need to start with, big picture, Deshaun Watson. Oh,
0: yeah. I saw some. Tw- okay. I brought this up. You know what? We're going to jump right into our last nonsense gimmick. Picks from phone. Schefter, who is the authority, said Deshaun Watson's personal QB coach, Quincy Avery, Predicted Friday while taping with Schefter, his client would be traded by Sunday. So, I'm assuming, yeah, I'm sure, I'm 100% sure he'll be traded at some point in the coming future. I think the Texans have made the decision to move on. Deshaun Watson prices are already huge, because there's a lot of speculation now that he's not going to be suspended. And the league has come out and said, we don't want to get involved with suspensions. Case by case, obviously, but on civil issues. Okay. If Deshaun is going to play this year, and if he's going to get traded, here's the thing. A couple of the questions were like, well, does it depend where he gets traded? Absolutely not. Houston is putrid. I don't know where he could get traded that's a worse roster than where he's at right now.
1: So, you think anything, anywhere he goes, is upside?
0: Any trade is big. And I also think if someone's willing to trade for him, they're working off some knowledge that he's going to play this year. I think Deshaun prices are getting ready to go nuts. I think most people think he's right in that top five ish range when he's, you know, healthy and right. So, I'm very curious. Your thoughts. Jesse Rhodes Gibson.
1: Don't use my middle name. Someone could do a credit check and find out I have fantastic credit. Rhodes Scholar. Um, the only thing I I question is, okay, so granted, NFL's not going to suspend him, but what if there are legal matters that come up that of course take him out? That's still a factor, though, right?
0: I mean, it could be. I mean, it could, but it does if, not sound like that's I don't gonna, know where all that's at. He's also but, reporting to camp this week. So sounds like this may be a go. Um, okay. Do me a favor. Throw me some value. Me and Jesse yeah. have not spoken since last night, so we have not talked about the show at all, which I'm happy. What do you have on card ladder? What's the trends? What's moving with Deshaun lately? What are we talking so,
1: about? So Watson had, a, I mean, a pretty nice jump. Uh You consider his last card price, and we're looking at the 2017 Prism uh PSA 10, card 279.
0: Quick note. I always say this, but just so it's very clear with 2017, that's Mahomes, that's him. Silver is base. There was no base prism rookies in football in 2017. So the card Jesse's talking about is technically the silver. Take it away, sir. You're doing a fantastic
1: job. Oh, already. my goodness. I'm just so excited for us and for everything in the world because I'm such a positive influence. July 23rd, this card was selling for $450. As of yesterday, Sunday, 633 Wow. I'm telling I mean, you, this
0: speculation's getting real with him. Um, I still think it's, so do me a favor, track that back a year. What kind of all time highs are we talking? Saturday (laughs) in the pot. I'm listening to, I already prepared Hannah. We're going to Chicago. We're listening to the band Chicago the whole way up. You know, this, one of my favorite bands of all time. I danced with my mother, my, the father, the mother, son, daughter at my wedding 13 years ago, Chicago.
1: Isn't that how, oh, you, my father and you bonded at one point was through the band. You saw me in your
0: debt. Yep. My father seen him in concert like 30 times. I am a huge Chicago
1: fan. I'll do a little singing for you. Couldn't name a song.
0: Um, Can I get those numbers now?
1: February 2021, this card spiked around 1370. So you're talking half the money. I mean. Half of the peak. Like even less than, but yeah. I mean, so to be fair, that was like the high point. It was um, trading pretty consistently for about a two month period around a. $1,300 so even still so we're going to see that again
0: this guy is going to take the field this year especially if there's an exciting trade and I'm not going to sit here and speculate about like where he might go but from a card value standpoint if he got traded to say and I don't know how many teams are you know sometimes with with trades it's like well there's this they have this person they're not going to trade if a guy like Deshaun Watson in the prime of his career is coming open you would see teams empty the vault for this guy as they should he's unbelievable you know, like a team like Denver, though, was the first team I came to mind. Hobby in a hobby paradise world, that guy goes to Denver with Jerry Judy, the rest of that team that's offensively loaded, and just goes crazy. But I think we're going to see a massive spike, no matter where he gets traded, because I think the trade symbolizes uh, another team has faith that he is not getting suspended. So if this okay. thing is, if this thing, if it goes through. I don't know that I. depending on how high that gets, if that gets to a 1000 bucks just on trade news, I'm selling that card. I don't mind if you're holding, though. Deshaun Watson fans, I think now is a good time to buy. If you're just in it to collect, you just like Deshaun, you're a Clemson guy, you want his rookie stuff, I don't think you're going to see his pricing lower at any point in the future than it is right now, even though it's
1: already spiked. Uh, Okay, that's good. Uh, And I will say that's definitely what it looks like based on the, the pricing history. I did, didn't I? Okay. Um, bottom line, uh, that makes sense for everything the analytics are showing as well. I just don't want um, it to be a
0: thing where you don't want to say, I will say this, and so instead I get a lot of the, eh, mm, uh,
1: eh. Before we go on to the next point, um, well, do you want to go Giannis or Otani?
0: Uh, whatever, I don't care. I'm checked out. Just do
1: something. <laughs> I'm checked out. Uh, actually, before we do any of that, before we do any of that, why don't you hit the people with a little rundown of what we're going to even be talking about today? Because we never well, we're that.
0: done staggering through this opening segment. If you stuck with us this far, my hats off to you. <laughs> honestly, uh, we have a couple quick notes we want to hit. We're doing rapid fire quick, then we're doing a lot of nationals prep talk because I that's just a huge thing. We're going to talk about as a buyer, as a seller, what to expect, what to look for, trends, all that crap. Uh, we get some mailbag. That's it. I,
1: uh, a few notes at the end, yeah. As
0: short as I can contractually make this episode. That is. I think l-
1: we're. Gonna, it's also going to be a fun episode. We're going to be joking around, and I'm going to finish the entire
0: Saturday in the Park song throughout the course of the episode. <laughs> then I'll move entire. on to 25 or 624 if I have to. I don't care. I'll go all day. <laughs> they have like 47 albums. you think I won't keep going? I will.
1: I I know. I know you would. Go ahead. Uh, let's, let's let touch me touch on the Otani. O-Tani. Thing.
0: Otani, the only thing I want to hit. That 2018 Bowman Chrome, which is his first prospect Chrome card, it has shot up to like. F- do you have that on card ladder, by the way? Can you put that up? I do. I pulled it up. The population. So give me the price first. Do not say the population. Is it 1500 right now?
1: It is. As of yesterday, it's selling at 1200
0: Insane money for that as a PSA 10. But then I looked and I think I'm right about this. The population's like 1100
1: Uh A little over a thousand.
0: Yeah. I just feel like that is a card. That's another reason I think it's a great time to sell Otani, although I keep saying that I'm always wrong. At some point, that <laughs> population is going to be 6,000. It has to be. Like There's so many of those cards out. I just wonder, where guys not grading it originally? And now it doesn't really make a ton of sense. You know, For a long time, it didn't make sense to spend the money. But if you're pulling those cards raw, I'm grading every one of those right now raw. Even for 200 bucks a PSA, it's worth it. For a shot at 1,200 bucks, no brainer.
1: Um, So I have a question and a comment. So the question is, the Bowman Chrome, you said it was the first, right? Doesn't that mean that it would have the first like little symbol on there? So his
0: 2018 Bowman card is his first, but they only made paper. He did not have a Bowman first Chrome rookie. The autographs Ah. say first, but that is his first Chrome rookie card. It does not say first, but it is.
1: Thank you for the clarification. Which again is
0: another reason a lot of people didn't sub it back in the day. It wasn't like really a first card. Yes, it was first Chrome, but not a big deal. That's insane. But that population stupid low. That makes some sense.
1: To your point about possibly selling you, you were at July on July twelfth through basically through that week. That card was selling about eighteen hundred. So it has drops significantly.
0: And he, and he's killing the ball. He hit another home run last night, I believe. He's got like 35, 36 homers. He's killing it. I just think again it's kind of one of those things where are looking going, "Wait, this is great. The guy's unbelievable. He's awesome. This is a base card and we're talking about you know, 1500. It doesn't that's why it doesn't make sense. Even though the pop is relatively low, that part still doesn't make sense. I think I think we're going to see this continue to trend down. Population rise, card drop. Honestly,
1: I'm a hold. I'm a hold. Jesse's a hold on that one. I don't know if I would sell because I think basically at the beginning of July it was at $1000. Um which again is still is still high like you said for a base, but it has come down quite a bit from the high point.
0: selling ice cream <laughs>
1: We don't have the copyright. Rows. We next. can't play next. that.
0: Okay, I did want just a very brief, quick check on Giannis. What's he doing? You got a out on Bill's podcast last week, by the way. He said, oh, no, your, I said didn't. your co-host would say, Janice. He might have even said Jesse. By the way, oh, wow. uh, if Bill's listening, next time Matt Damon is following me on your podcast, little <laughs> heads up. Wouldn't mind sticking around the Zoom room just to get a quick <laughs> tip of the old capster to Matty D.
1: Did you reach out to our people to see if Matt's coming on the show?
0: Allison, can we get Damon on
1: Alli- <laughs> get Allison? Allison on the line? Ronick, get Allison on the get line. Get her on the phone now. We want Damon. Okay, go ahead. Janice is now selling as of tra- yesterday, Brown. I don't mind 20- the train wreck episodes I think they're fine. <laughs> they're fun. Every once in a while. You don't want them all. Uh, 2364 was last sold uh, yesterday. Oh, prison uh, PSA point- 10. Uh yes, prison PSA ten. Thank you.
0: So I, that's what I've seen twenty three to twenty four hundred, which is where they kind of settled. So still up, very good. Hit me. I'd be curious to see what the hoops rookie says. So rookie, it was twenty thirteen. Hoops is a bunch of variations. I just stuck with the base on his. And the other thing with Giannis, the the population on his rookie stuff is not unbelievable or anywhere near Ion jaw, The hoops had climbed up to seven hundred. Where are we? What are we looking at right now?
1: Uh, as of right now, it's dropped just a little bit down to 619.
0: Okay, still solid. I'm into that card for like 580 is what my price is, by the way. I did check after the last episode. So, Giannis, make me a little money. ETH, I knew was going to do this because Jesse was. Because I told you to sell. Jesse is a man. When it was at sell. 1700. ETH. It was at 1700. It looked like it was going down. Let me see here. 2350. If it goes too much higher, I'm going to start moving some because that position is large and I don't want it all. Yeah, 2360. Jesse's Ponzi scheme doing quite well for me, Bill. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Okay, so Giannis stuff, nice. I'm glad that it's held. Uh, cool to see. Let's do two other quick hits. I just want the quick hits on the White Sox. Eloy was activated today, uh, coming back to the major league roster at some point. I think this is your last chance to buy Eloy. I would get in now. The best team in baseball, arguably, great buy. What did you did you find out about Louis Ro, Louis Robert Luis Roberto Roberto Rue?
1: I, th- I think old Louie uh, is still a question mark because he is playing on the, what is the debt? The dash is that triple A. What is that? Whatever the minor league Yeah. Single A, double A, triple A. So he's playing, but they, they said really, it's not going to be evident if he's coming back yet or anytime soon until he plays consistent nine inning back-to-back games. He's been playing mul- multiple innings, kind of moving up. He was playing five innings a few games ago, as of yesterday, he played like a seven inning game, but once he starts playing back to back nine inning games, then they'll talk about him coming back.
0: Twenty five or six four. Got it. You know, the other thing that's going to be funny that I I wonder if we see history repeat itself. In general, when Robert has been up, he has just so much of the spotlight, no matter how good Eloy has played, it takes away from his hobby value because it's like it just takes so much of the focus. I'm curious to see how that goes. I'd be very interested, but I think they're both good buys. They're both very low right now. So if you're looking for Louis Rob, Louis Robert, Luis Robert, whatever, his first prospect, Auto and Chrome come out of 2018 Bowman. Actually, the same as Otani. He's just sitting at a at a desk like like a news press, like a news conference type thing. That's his first. Uh, if you're looking for Eloy, Eloy's a little different. Eloy has first prospect just Chrome stuff as far back as 2014 maybe. His first prospect autos 2017. I know that. Eloy's chrome might be 2014. Do me a favor. Google search Eloy 2014 Bowman chrome. Should be a picture of him in a Cubs uniform running. The card itself looks silver. I believe he's wearing a blue jersey. But yeah, like I do with all those guys, my first shot would be prospect cards, prospect autos. I also like patch autos of both of them because they have some really nice stuff for the White Sox and people are starting to like that stuff because not traditional prospect guys are buying now. So did you find Eloy? I did Yeah. Is it 2014? 2014. So I believe that's 2014 draft, by the way. So that's his. Does it have the first emblem on the card? It does. Okay. So that's his first card, first prospect rookie. So that's what I would stick with with those guys. Go with the first.
1: It's interesting you say that because when I was pulling up Eloy in Card Letter, it's saying like his main, I guess, like the card that people typically use. Is actually uh, 2019 tops.
0: Well, that's his, fir- that's his flagship tops paper base. Oh, okay. 2019 series two. It was him, Alonzo, Tatis. I don't mind that card either. That card's very cheap. He also has tops chrome that year. I don't mind it. But again, you start to get into the base. There's money to be made there, I think. But I think with that guy, I would go a little harder. I'd go for the prospect stuff.
1: That is a high pop, though. It's almost $6,000 on that card, or 6000 on that card.
0: On the 2019?
1: On the 2019.
0: Oh, yeah. Acuna has those. Those pops are
1: crazy high in all those. Now, are we getting into Nats? Na- national? Has it been 45 minutes? <laughs> We're there. We did it, man. Are we, are we there? Ronick, cut it. Um, Let's talk prep for the National. Uh, What do, what do we, we want to know? Where do you want to start? There's so many questions. I've got Q&A, but I, you've got some notes couple, here.
0: Okay, let's hit a couple blanket statements. And with we'll the Q&A, and then we'll have just general mailbag at the end. So, uh, we, I had teased a stat before, about 45% of the people who bought tickets in advance, first time going. I think that's awesome. Um, I think it is a very overwhelming scene. I mean, when you walked into Wisconsin, I think the first time it was kind of like, oh, this is this is pretty big. Not overwhelming, but it was like, this is a large show. There were like yes. 250 tables. There's going to be thousands of tables. I think there's 1,500 booths. Um, that's insane. So first of all, let's get our show crap out of the way first. We are our next episode is Friday, not Thursday this week. We're gonna be live on the main stage Friday uh, at eleven o'clock. For some reason, the the brains behind the operation up there cut our show to thirty minutes. I looked. Starstock is there before us and Whatnot is there after us. Both paid advertisers on our other socials. (laughs) They're great companies. There's nothing they're going to say it's going to be anywhere near as entertaining as us. The fact that we got cut from that is amazing to me. Don't say
1: that. Don't say that. Okay. You can't say
0: that. I take that back. I, I thought that was like shocking. But then I heard of other guys who got cut completely. It's ridiculous how... It never used to be like that. Main stage, you could just get time. So I just feel like the, the media presence, social media presence, it's going to be insane. You're going to see a million vloggers. So point being, 11 o'clock Friday morning, we'll be live on the main stage. We're going to have, you know, kind of the, some of the show. And we also have to do part of it after that as well or before, because it has to be closer to an hour. We'll figure that out. We'll have some free merch to throw around. We're going to take some questions. We're actually going to interact with the audience. So I would appreciate it if you'd be in the stands. Listen. I don't want to be up there with three people, or
1: I'm just going to start screaming.
0: But no, I think it'll be fun. We've never done a live show. I, I'm, ex- I'm actually kind of
1: excited about it. Um, yeah. Someone asks, are we nervous at all?
0: No, but, we, uh, but public speaking is kind of my thing. So Yeah,
1: I've, I've been in front of much larger crowds. I,
0: think, I th- actually think Jesse's going to be much looser. I think some people see you as a little tentative on here at times. Jesse is playing, he is not being disingenuous, but he is playing the role of co-host. In real life, Jesse is not a co-host. Jesse is a- It's hard not
1: to get attention in, in person.
0: Right. And in real life, like Jesse's twice my size. He's twice as funny as I am. He's just-
1: Oh, so people, you stop it. You're just being nice.
0: You see that TikTok video I posted you dancing? Oh my You're God, a funny guy. Stop, but that's what please. I mean. So no, Jesse's not going to be nervous in real life. I think you'll actually be able to see him. We're going to be vlogging and doing our own crap the whole time, like walking around. We'll have fun with that. So 11 o'clock main stage, our booth where we will be set up when we're not just walking the floor. It's actually two spaces with our buddy Adam. I don't know how much space we got, uh, but it's two huge booths, so we'll, there'll be plenty of room back there. Four oh one and four oh three, which is actually directly next to Gary V and the Card Talk guys. I don't hate them anymore, by the way. I've actually I'm been glad. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting very mild in my old age. So that's our <laughs> stuff, right? And then Whatnot, I think, is sponsoring. I think Jesse's going to get, oh, that's today, isn't it? I'm not going to be able to make that meeting. I'm going to email him. We can talk about that oh, later. Really? They're okay. going to, like, give us a card or $1,000 or something and, like, trade up.
1: To whatever. Something
0: like that. I don't know. But we'll okay. document that, I think that we're too. in competition with somebody else. Sure. We'll crush the competition. Literally, we will destroy them. Um we're also going to be releasing daily videos like the day after, like 15 to 20 minute full day recaps of our activity at the National. So that's going to be fun. Great. Wonderful. Whatever. If you get kids come up and see us. We get some free stuff we want to give away and have fun with like customers.
1: Uh, we're excited. So we've got a bunch of stickers. Don't forget your business cards while I'm talking to you. I got the stickers, the business cards, the T-shirts. T-shirts. Got everything. Cool. cool. So I'll have the IT stuff.
0: I got to remember to bring my recording stuff. Was going to be. A-
1: yes, please don't forget that.
0: So I will tell you this to me it is worth having a bit of a game plan when you walk into this place. You are not going to be able to walk the floor and spend a couple minutes at every table in one day. Like if you said, hey, I'm going to walk it and in a couple minutes, no way to do it. So a little bit of that is have in mind what you like. Because right off the bat, I think you can cut out a huge chunk of that show. For example, the Breakers Pavilion is totally separate. If you're not into wax and breaking and any of that, I would not even, and that's where the main stage section is as well. We're actually set up on that wall. I wouldn't go up there. If you're not, and if you're looking for wax, I wouldn't go to the Breakers Pavilion anyways. There'll be plenty of people selling wax on the floor.
1: Let me just ask questions as you go, because just like a lot of people, I'm going to be a new person here. When you say, when you say like it's different or a different area, it's still all in the same room or no, totally different Okay, so it's the
0: same room, but the back wall has like a huge opening, probably the size of four garage doors across, maybe bigger. And there's a little bit of an incline ramp and you walk up that ramp and there is like that. It's on, so it's on the same floor. It's just a bit of a, not detached building. It's just like a room offset a bit. Okay. Still very wide open. You can see the main floor from it. But that's where the stage is. Breakers Pavilion, all the live people yelling. That's where all that's going to be happening.
1: This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. Oh, okay. So there's, like, room for an audience in front of the stage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what I I want our audience to come out in
0: force.
1: That'll be interesting.
0: I want to take that place over. And when they try to kick us off at 1130, I've already put the gauntlet down. Bring it on. Anyways, another thing I keep in mind, if you don't like vintage at all, because there's just so much here, right? You're only really going to be able to focus on so much. If you have three or four or five things, players, sets, collections, certain things you want... I wouldn't spend a ton of time, if you only have a day or two there, like trying to branch off. Like, hey, here's a huge vintage table. I'm going to spend 20 minutes looking. I don't really love vintage, but maybe I'll find something. Forget it. If you don't like that, cut out the vintage part, right? Or if you don't, if you hate modern, cut out the modern, just focus on vintage. It's almost a 50-50 split on the floor. I would say 60% modern or vintage tables that have modern. 30 to 40%, though, are strictly vintage. If you don't care about it, again, another huge piece you've cut out. Just some other, you know, simple things I like to say to people when you're going as a buyer. Um, first, have cash, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, everything. Ha- as many payment forms as you can have, I would try to have. Uh, if you're looking to sell things as a, as a person just walking around, very easy to do so. Expect to get 70-ish percent of comps. I mean, everybody's there is buying to resell. If you're not paying to set up, you're not going to get 100% of eBay most likely. You know, that's just the rules of the game. Now, if you say, hey, I would never sell for 70%, fine. But don't present cards to a dealer and be shocked when they offer you 70%-ish. Now, I'm not selling for 50%. That's stupid. I'll buy your stuff for 75%. It's generally what I buy to try to flip it. But uh, uh, plenty of opportunity to do that if you're reasonable with your stuff. Um, I also like to try to identify a couple cards on every—I tell everybody this. This is actually my best piece of advice if you're a buyer— Find a couple cards on the table you know the exact current price of and see what they're asking, even if you don't care about the card. One I always ask about is like the Luka Doncic Prism PSA 10 Rookie. When I go up to a table, there's a ton of nice stuff because a lot of guys don't have things priced for you to see. There'll be 5 and $10 boxes, but the showcase cards, a lot of times you have to ask individual pricing. Find a card you know. First thing I'm going to do is ask guys, hey, how much is a Luka PSA 10? When they tell me $1,200, I'm out. Honestly, I, I'm quick to judge, but at that show, you have to be quick to judge so you can find reasonable people. It's like a $750 card. It, maybe it's crept up to $800. If somebody tells me $850, okay, I'm working with somebody. It's reasonable. If I get a couple things put together, I'm still going to comp all my stuff. Never apologize about taking an extra few seconds to pull out your phone and check eBay, check card ladder, whatever. Check Star Stock, check the market.
1: Do you see that picture that someone sent us? And I saw it somewhere yeah. else. Like, Oh, it was like card porns about like um, like don't talk to me about comps or something like.
0: Yeah, if you like the card, you don't like the price. Let's I can negotiate, but don't say the word comp. Cool. I wouldn't do business with you. I just think that is foolish. Don't ever apologize. And if people try to make you feel bad, find another table. That's the other thing I can guarantee you. There's going to be five tables in the whole room that have stuff nobody else has. It's going to be crazy high end. Anything else you can find at multiple tables. Take a minute. Hey, I'm going to comp this out. Other guys have asked too, like how firm, and new guys coming in. So it's a, it's, it's a real question. Hey, is negotiation looked down upon? I don't pay full price for anything, a- at least not at the beginning. Hey, this card's 100, this card's 100. I'll give you 175 for both. No, 180. Negotiate. It's business. Absolutely negotiate. You know, be respectful. The other thing some guys try to do, though, is they'll find a guy, like I said at the beginning, this Luca is $1,200 asking price. Well, I'll offer you $750. And the guy says, no, I'm firm at $12. Don't waste your time. Guys know what they have. The majority of dealers set up as opposed to small shows, the majority of dealers set up at the national know what they have. They're pretty diligent about pricing. You can find now you can find some steals in certain areas, but in general, find people who are reasonable on price and work your way from there. You're going to expect I would expect to pay just about full comp on stuff there. You're not going to find crazy deals for the majority of things. But that's the price of doing business in person. I have no problem with that. The one area, though, if you have a little bit more time, you're a little bit more detail-oriented and and well-read on prospect, you can make some serious money buying prospect baseball kids. So much happens over the course of a week. Look what happened last week. Bobby Witt gets called up. Prices jump. You know Dominguez the week before hits a couple home runs. Prices jump. You will see prospects take off. I did this a couple years ago with Jan Moncada. He had like a crazy hit streak in the minors, got called up the week of. Well, there was a couple guys there who had a price for four days previous. Not that that's lazy, I mean, but prices change. Stuff that is volatile like that, if you have time to really go through, you can make some money. But few and far between, but sometimes it's worth it. I also tell guys too, some guys say, hey, don't look through like the dollar boxes or the 5 or $10 boxes. This is the national. Find the big stuff. A lot of guys enjoy the hunt of the small stuff. I have no problem with that. And you'll find some stuff there in like the $5 and under boxes that's really good because a lot of guys at the show, they're set up, they're overwhelmed. They're so focused on the big stuff. They will throw $15, $20 cards in there. There's money to be made there as well.
1: That's more of a grinding it out type of thing, though, right?
0: Sure. But some guys, too, are going there with a budget of a couple hundred dollars. They don't have $20,000 yeah. to spend. No problem. I mean, and as a collector, don't be this is another thing. And I used to be like this, I'd be a little tentative. You're know, like, this is a set I'm working on the 2001 Sign of the Times football set. I'm still working on that autograph set. Every table I go to, when I get the guy's attention for a second, I have a picture ready. you have any of these cards? You know, a lot of times people will ask guys, hey, do you have any, like, like I said, a 2001 Sign of the Times? No, no, I don't think so. I fo- I have always find it ver- found it very beneficial to have a picture. If you're a set collector, if you're work- looking for specific inserts, specific cards, just have a picture on your phone. Takes the guy to, do you have any of these cards? This is exactly what I'm looking for. People just identify better with a picture. You know, you they're getting 100 questions a day. They may not respond if you just ask them, do you have this set? But you show them a picture, all of a sudden, oh, you know what? Actually, yeah, there's two of those in this box or whatever. Um, Be prepared uh, that way as well.
1: Now, would you say as far as, so buying and selling, best times to do it. It's a three day, it's really three days. Wednesday, there's like a little meet and greet thing in the evening. But for the most part, 10 to 6. Well, Thursday's open, right? That's what I mean. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, yeah, and Sunday. So I guess technically four. But But not, because... Sunday has become the pack up day. A lot of guys are not there. So actually that that is my question. On Sunday, the pack up day or even Saturday evening if guys aren't cuz we're not going to be there Sunday. Right. Is the thought process wait till the end to see if you can get a better price if you're buying and then if you're selling try and sell to like the noobs or anybody who like is coming in off the street on those first days because those are the ones who are going to spend you know closest to actual comps.
0: So here's a couple pieces of advice then. If you were there to sell if you're set up or if you're just walking in the door to sell, I'm not selling anything cheap before Saturday. Saturday is is going to be unbelievably busy. No reason to really sell and move your stuff early. As far as when you try to buy, if you're buying like me like this year quite frankly, unless things just jump out at me and I know I can make 20% on it, I'm actually this year going more as a collector. I have a couple sets I really want to try to find. I really want to try to find like a Jackie Robinson cut auto. I want to find a dual Bill Russell-Wilt Chamberlain thing. I have a couple rookies, Brady rookies I want to find. As a collector, I'm not overly picky about price. Like I want it to be reasonable, but I'm not going to like forego buying three or four cards I need for my 01 auto set, because may- maybe I get them for 10% cheaper on Sunday. I just think, you know what? You're going there. It's an experience. You're going to have a great time. Like, why nickel and dime stuff that you want? Now, if you are going there to flip, though, have your margin in mind. Like, when I buy from people, I just tell them up front, you would not hurt my feelings if you say no, but I'm paying 75%. You want to sell me $100 card, or you want to sell me $100,000 $100, worth of cards today? I pay 75%. If you come up to our booth, now, and that's the other thing, booth etiquette. This is Adam and his buddy's booth. Everything goes through them first and foremost. They're letting us set up mm-hmm. to throw out some merch and have fun. But if you come up to me, hey, this is a hundred dollar card. Will you give me a hundred bucks? No, unless it's something I want to collect. But otherwise, why would I want it for a hundred bucks? So, the, there used to be a thought, and, and there, it still is true. Last day, you know, late Saturday, early Sunday, there are going to be some people trying to close out. Hey, I don't want to spend twenty five hundred dollars to pack all this up and and you know and ship it back home. There's some opportunities to buy there as well. Um, you just got to be diligent. Make sure you check up to date comps. Make sure you're you know it's desirable stuff. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some opportunities to buy, you know, like table buyouts at the end of the show. No question. Table buyouts. Wow. Oh, that happens. all. My buddy Brew, who I used to set up with, dude, like two or three years in a row, that dude would be sold out by Wednesday night. No joke. <laughs> I mean, it happened like multiple times <laughs> I'd set up and we'd have like one table together, like an hour. He'd come over like an hour and be like, "God, oh, man, I'm good. Like, what do you mean? He's like, I sold everything. Showcase everything gone." I'm like, what are you? T-? What? He's like, I'm just going to sit back here and chill. And I, I, it was perfect. I got the whole table now.
1: But that's insane. Yep. Um, Probably not what we see this go around. Not not in this market. I just no.
0: I think you'll still see that. I think there's plenty of people who have been holding too long. They're upside down or they're like me. Hey, I just want to free up some money so I can get some other stuff. I think there's opportunities there. One other tip, too, about being safe buying. I don't care if it's graded or not. I don't care what it is. Big raw stuff. I would always be very skeptical to buy, like rookie stuff from you know years ago. I'm not buying raw MJ rookies. Like you just got to be. But even graded stuff, take a minute if it's graded. Go to the website. Hey, this is a PSA card. Okay, scan the code. Let it bring you to the website. It'll have like the actual card should be pictured or the certificate number, what the card's supposed to be. Do some diligence on big stuff because there's plenty of scumbags that are going to be there. It's the same way every time. You know, we talked about it two weeks ago. the, The thief from the Dallas card show. It's gonna be cards stolen at this show, no question. Be very careful. Just just protect your stuff. You know, another thing too, I know the internet vlogger guys love to show off. They're walking around with a half million dollars of cards in their backpack. That sounds cool until you get ripped off at like at gunpoint. Like, there's really no reason to do that. I, I just I'm gonna have some big stuff. It will be stored at an independent bank location where I've got some safe space. I'm not keeping that in my hotel room. I'm certainly not keeping that on my person walking in the show. Be careful. You just gotta be realistic and be very careful. And don't, if you're set up, do not leave your stuff set up overnight. People get so lazy doing that. I would not trust that for a minute.
1: Pack up every night. Talk to me about trade nights because I don't know. You there we had that in Wisconsin. We didn't I didn't go to it. I don't think you did either. I stopped but. by for a few minutes. Yeah. It was it was smaller. Tell me what the trade night involves. What's going on there? So there's a couple of
0: massive trade nights going on. There's that one Thursday night we're going to. I forget who's throwing it. Um, some of the bigger names, I guess. I, you know, trade nights is exactly what it sounds like. Guys will rent out a space. You come in with your stuff. Uh, you know, everybody just kind of has a box of cards with them. You're just kind of good opportunity to kind of network and market, which is a lot of the reason me and Jesse are going in the first place. Like I, I want to come away from that place with a couple like really influential and good guests booked over the next couple months. You know, uh, some contacts. Hopefully we get reached out to go on other people's show. Um, But I'm also there for the cards. I I really want to try to lock down some big cards. Trade nights are a great opportunity because it's a lot more informal. Usually it's even big trade nights. There's not going to be 80,000 people like there will be at the show. So you can have some time, sit down with somebody, you know, really negotiate on a one-on-one level. And the other nice thing about trade nights, it's not buyer-dealer relationship. If I'm making a trade with a dealer, I'm expecting, even me, I'm expecting to give up 20% to that guy. He's a dealer. He's paid to set up. Why would he go dollar to dollar with me? Doesn't make any sense, right? Mm -hmm. He would expect that. Um, But trade night, and I say this because I see videos after every card show. Sometimes people want to get in these videos with content creators and the guys offer them like 65% or 70% of comps and I'm thinking, why would you do that? This isn't a dealer. It's not a card show. Like, be reasonable but don't let yourself get taken just because somebody has a name in the hobby. And if I offer you 65% for any card you're trying to sell me, do me a favor, make a YouTube video and call me out and make fun of everybody in my family <laughs> for it. Like, I just, I, I think people try to use the reputation thing too much. There's never any value in you giving up money like that. There just isn't. Like, that guy's not going to call you back and say, hey, you gave me a deal last time. I'm going to sell this, you this one for cheap. Never. So, just just business. If it, it, View it as a business, even if you're a collector view it as a business, and just make sure the numbers add up.
1: That being said, if I walk up to you and I offer you like 50%, just go ahead and take it, because I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Remember what happened with the Phil Mickelson. Just help me, people. JG Mafia.
0: Help him help you. Um.
1: All right. Has it been 45 45- minutes? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, we're we almost there do we have any questions about the show specifically like national so yeah Me i was
1: gonna ask if you want to jump into show questions i think this is gonna be a good time go ahead
0: do it now because then i got a couple quick hits and then we can do like general mailbag if we need it. all
1: right uh let's see give us that booth again uh Jin thom wanted to know what booth we're gonna be in so they can stop by and say hey 401
0: 403 i will have cards to sell and card i'll, I'll be looking to buy i'll have cards to sell as well We're mostly set up there because Adam was gracious enough to give us some space. You know, always nice to have a home base, actually be able to go and sit and chill somewhere. But we'll have some free merch and all that crap as well. Yes.
1: Uh, There was a really good question. I'm trying to find it. In the meantime. um, Sounds really good. (laughs) In the meantime, answer this one if you know it. Um, You mentioned not to sell on eBay this weekend. Oh, This is it. Should we be watching stuff on eBay to snipe below market value? Adam Dubberlee, thank you for the question.
0: Great question. Stuff will close cheaper this weekend a lot of times because people are just not paying as much attention. You'll also see a lot of these guys who are at the show start posting stuff for sale on Facebook or on Instagram or whatever because they're there and they need cash. I think sometimes people think I'm not going to the show. There's nothing to do. It's going to be very dead this week. Could be very much the opposite. You know, and it's going to happen to a lot of people. They're trying to buy a $10,000 card two days into the show. They've got six grand. Dude, I'm going to start dumping stuff. Hey, I can't dump it at the show. I'm going to start dumping stuff on Facebook or, or Instagram or Twitter or wherever they sell their cards. So I think you're still going to have very active card places, card um, platforms throughout the weekend for sure.
1: Uh, Tim Gilman wants to know, for those of us not going to be in Chicago, what can we look for with breaking eBay, Facebook buy, sell groups, Um, I want to just say when we were there last at the last card show, there's a ton of guys actually breaking live from the event. So I don't think it's necessarily you won't be able to find a group or something to get into.
0: Right. And the majority of guys, if they're breaking there, they're still running their break like normal. Like if they list on their website, it'll still be there. breaking will slow down, though, for most. Like, I always found that to be the case. Yeah, in general, I think it's still going to be plenty of busy activity, busy, you know. And we're also going to do some live whatnot auctions while we're there, too, I think. I'm going to try to sell some stuff while in
1: there. Yeah. Even just that way to bring attention to it. So, yep. Uh, David Chavez, Grand Slam and you guys, of course, are definite booth visits. Any other go- good guys you'd recommend visiting?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are. I mean... <laughs> Oh, oh, so so one of the sponsors, as a matter of fact, PC Sports Cards, I bring them up because they're doing the thing where if you hand them cards at the show to consign, you get entered into their giveaway. They give away like thousands of dollars. One of them's like a full case. Another one's like 25 free cards graded SGC. Um, there's a, there's some big time stuff. So if you're looking to consign at all, I would go visit PC Sports Cards. No question. Um, the card ladder guys are going to be there. I don't know if they're going to be set up, though. Um, I wish we had a way to. Wait oh, out. really? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Chris is going to be there. Um,
1: well, they, they are because they've got that big thing Thursday night that they invited us to after after the trade show. Oh, the
0: cocktail hour. Yeah, yeah. I hope they have Diet Coke, though. I love that. Coke. Oh,
1: man, you um, love Diet Coke.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I would visit them. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. You know, one thing I always try to do, too, back in the day, like, if you break with people, go visit the breaker. A- and I say that because if a breaker can't take 10 seconds to shake your hand and greet you and doesn't know who you are, Cool find a new breaker. Like that was one thing we would do. I would break live there. And I don't care if I was in the middle of a $50,000 case break. We had guys come up with their kid. Hey, this is my son, John. He bought into your break last week. Cool. Those are your customers. They pay your bills. They pay your mortgages. That's a good point. People can take a second and nobody there is too big of a name to say hello. Even these social, you know, the influencers and all these other clowns like Gary Vee's one thing. It's going to be surrounded by a million people. Will you be able to shake his hand? I have no idea. Probably not. Right. He's busy. Anybody else in the industry you see, go up and say hello if you want to. Uh, With normal people. I mean, and if anybody big times you with that, you you just know right off the bat they're a scumbag. But I think anybody you do business with, it's always to me, I always thought it was cool to put a name with the face. Um, Jameson Long, who's been on this podcast before, has some insane stuff when he sets up. Um, He's worth just looking at. You'll see some museum pieces as well. Some of the vaults and things like that set up. There's some crazy nice items that you'll never see anywhere else. Um, things like that are worth doing SGC by the way, did you see this they are not slabbing at the show and I am so thankful because oh. <laughs> they were gonna be getting a refund because I was gonna tear them to pieces Peter's gonna join us for some of the podcast he doesn't need to be up there the whole time but five or ten minutes I want him up there a little bit. Um, yeah but like they're all they're doing they're setting up there so you can ask them about the company and they're giving away a ton of free crap go visit SGC like you know go check out all these companies that you do business with.
1: Honestly, I don't know if there's a card, card app, card company breaker that's not gonna be there that I've that we've talked about. So Eddie will not be there, but I'm gonna have a ton. His business partner, Nick. So Nick
0: runs walk-off submissions, who I still use. I mean, walk great. They do PSA, BGS, they do live assessments to show you what's wrong with your card. I love them. They do a little report card too. Oh, um, will he be doing any of that there? He's going to do some of that there, uh, and he's going to bring me a bunch of Geo Breaks merch. He So they're primarily through the Facebook group, Walk Off Submissions. Um, Piper's a good dude. He's the guy who's opening the card shop with Eddie. So he will be there. Eddie will not. You know, Eddie's Eddie's got some stuff. Traveling from California is tough, so, but he's bringing me Geo Breaks merch to just like throw at random people. Okay. Um, I am just going to throw it at people, too
1: like a hot dog oh, vendor walks had, by i throw a hat in his face to mike's point about intimidation i'm going to be wearing a baseball hat backward finally this got one that big. fits this is please don't be big. intimidated by how big time i look i am a gentle giant you know what else we're gonna do a little fundraiser we're gonna have five bucks
0: oh. a piece you get you buy yourself a little ticket winner of the raffle gets to do a 7 a.m workout with me at the lowe's hotel gym <laughs> this is fun a lot of things are happening here
1: are are we finally going to see you and Rosillo out pump each other? Is this what this You're is going to see me out pump him? I don't, I'm not okay. going to each well, other. I don't know about that, but please, everybody says Rosillo's stronger. I mean, that's what people are saying. There's
0: a reason he hasn't reached. a reason he hasn't reached out to the show. It's called intimidation. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: Stay in your lane, Ryan. Doesn't even spell his name right. Please. Next. All right. I think we got one or two other national questions, uh, Greg. the show will be better on friday i'll tell you that it it, it is so tough to stay involved
0: when you're ready to leave town
1: i have to pack um all right you talked a little bit about what you're going to be looking for with the collector set uh he greg wants to know what else are we going to be looking for while we're there um personally i know i'm looking for off the wall stuff just like uh i think we talked about it like entertainment based sports not sports cards but cards you know like celebrity cards things like that i think that's Kind of more my alley, up my alley. What about you? Tom Brady, of course. Yeah, I mean,
0: I've got a couple Bradys. I'd like to grab one or two of those. I re- Honestly, the number one thing I'd like to find is a really nice framed dual autograph picture of Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell. Super okay. tough to find. I'd love to find one of those. And a Jackie Robinson cut autograph on a card. We'll see. I, I mean, a lot of that stuff's rare, so people have stupid high prices. I'm not going to overpay, but I'd like to find something. And cards for my set. If you're going there just in general, though, like going there to look... Um, if you're a collector, man, you know, you love the Cubs, you're going to see stuff there from your team, whatever the team is that you are not going to see anywhere else. So if you are a collector who just really likes stuff of a certain player, team, whatever, it's a great chance to find it. Cause you're, there's just so much in that room. And I think football is going to be very hot. We're leading up to the season. There's a ton of hype around people. You know, the baseball trade market is this week as well. If we see big trades, that's another thing. KB gets traded to the Mets and guys haven't adjusted their prices overnight, go buy every Chris Bryant autograph you can find that night. The overall point, stay very connected to the news world that would normally affect the hobby, because it's going to affect pricing. Not every dealer is going to catch it, so there's opportunity there.
1: So Micah Malamisuro wants to know... Mally, yep. So he says, being that they went to the show at the Dells and can't get to the one at the National, what's a good way to prepare for the movement after the National? Are you slowing down on certain guys and waiting on uh, waiting on them because they will be bought so much at the national? I guess basically thinking that the price will go down afterward.
0: No, I don't think there's going to be I don't think there's going to be so much movement there like floods a certain market or we see so many sell offs of a guy. It affects it, although it's a huge event. I don't think there's any one thing that moves there so much it affects the entire hobby's
1: view of anything just about. Uh, do you know, uh, Scott Thomas wants to know, are there any ways to participate in the nationals online? Not that I know of. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. I mean, like, like for
0: us and his other content guys doing it, like stick close to the YouTube page. Cause the other thing, I think I kind of mentioned this, to, like even to Jesse at certain times of the day, I just want you to jump on Instagram live and do a reel for three and a half minutes. Hey, here's what the room looks like. Hey, just bought this. Like we're going to be putting out plenty of actual live content with live chat. While we're there, because that's the reason we're going, you know, there's going to be and a lot of guys do that. But I don't think there's like a virtual trading room or anything like that No.
1: OK, I think that's pretty well covered. Oh, uh, the other thing I was just going to mention when we were talking about we're going to be live at the National at 11 o'clock central time on Friday. Mm-hmm. That is live to everybody there. It'll still come out later in the day on Friday uh, for everybody listening. So just a And up. then
0: our YouTube channel is just sports cards nonsense. Yeah.
1: yeah. youtube.com forward slash sports cards nonsense.
0: That's what people need to know. They need to know. Yeah, like, I've like i got my own other little series over there, which I'll be I'll be doing episode number two of that live on my YouTube while I'm up there. And then we'll do like the individual day show recaps. So like the entire Thursday day, we'll recap it. You know, it'll probably drop on Friday. Uh, kind of like that Sasha T guy does. That's basically the idea. A lot of guys do that. I think it's a good idea. We're going to try to do that and get more views. Um, and we're also going to try to document the trade nights. I think it's some interesting stuff. It's kind of a, a a small piece of this market that a lot of guys don't ever get to be a part of. I think that's kind of cool. Um, as much as possible, I would like for you and I to be able to document not only the card deals everybody documents that, but just other deals. Like, there's plenty of collaborations and plans to collaborate that are going to be made here. I really want that to be something we can show. Like, hey, this company approached us, or vice versa. Here's how we started talking to them. We started hammering out details. This is what it looked like. Like, here's a little bit of behind the scenes. I'm all excited about this behind the scenes thing too. Ever since I talked to the video <laughs> company here in Nashville, I, re- I it does it really intrigues me, like the behind the scenes of the business, because I think it's interesting to people. So
1: yeah, uh, I think so.
0: Yeah, collector's corner. Yeah, that kind of tied that in. It was just basically what I was looking for. At Nationals. So the national. Excuse me. Sorry.
1: Uh, um, we've got. I mean, technically, we've we've, we've contractually hit our time.
0: I got to give a shout out. I already mentioned Eddie over at Geo Breaks, the Facebook group that I break in. Um, I know you've been getting into F1 like watching watching like clips of it and like following some of the players. F1, Topps Chrome product is stupid hot right now. He pulled an orange Lewis Hamilton auto. Piper is bringing, Nick Piper from walk-off submission is bringing that to Chicago to get graded. If that thing gems out, I think it's over $20,000. Insane.
1: I will say, someone said that f- they think Formula One is like overrated or something. I, after now finally starting to get into it a little bit. It's not. And I don't own a single card, by the way. I don't,
0: and I will not. I owned one Lewis Hamilton refractor that I pulled with Chris Kelsey over at Nash Cards, and I sold it a month ago. I don't own a single thing, and I never will. I don't care about the sport. It's not overrated, though.
1: Yeah, no, remember when I was talking, and then you jumped in and then started talking?
0: Mailbag. (laughs) Sad. The last six minutes, you just random clips of me yelling.
1: (laughs) Uh, Besides the Formula One thing, uh, interesting note about SGC. I know that we've already given them plenty of time, but I thought this was kind of cool. So um, a guy, I don't even know his name. His name's Chris on Instagram. He reached out, and you may not have seen this. He messaged us just saying that he sent some cards in to SGC. Um, One got damaged during encapsulation, changing the grade from a 9.5 to a 9. They said after looking at comps, They refunded the guy's entire order, 200 plus dollars. He said it was unbelievable over what the price of the card was. He was just very happy uh, with an experience like that. So anyway, nice. yeah, I like to hear that. Yeah,
0: I thought it was a cool little story. Yeah. People taking care of people. Good. (laughs) Um, No, I do. I think it's good. I think it is a good thing. Okay, good. I'm trying to think of the other sponsors of ours from like our other like Starstock will be there. I don't know if they haven't really reached out about doing anything, though. Yeah. Like, with us while we're there. If they want to hire the best breaker in town for a half hour, I'll go over there and show them how it's done. Do it. Just I don't mind. I'm just saying. You you mean me,
1: though, right? Because, you know. Oh,
0: when we were live on whatnot a couple weeks ago, Jesse was killing
1: it. Bro, 101s should be my nickname. I pulled garbage. (laughs) (laughs) You did. You slaughtered it. Um, Select basketball. You have that as a note.
0: Yeah, select basketball drops this week. Um, I like select. You know, again, select's going to be one of those products that you're going to find, like, color, I, I think even the silvers and the color—it's an opportunity to sub very quickly to a, a lot of these things. The bigger stuff, I would sub immediately to PSA. The smaller stuff, I would sub immediately to SGC. It's so like base lamellos. I'm not spending 200 at PSA, but I would sub those to SGC for 25 bucks. Um, and selects huge every year, like just a nice product. So, um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I, ju- I, I, I don't I hate just dragging the show up for the sake of it. You know, one thing I thought—did I already say the top 100 thing? I already said top 100.
1: It, what do you mean? Yeah,
0: I was excited about the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast. We started with that.
1: I mean, here's the thing. We hit us, we hit a really high note. There was nowhere else to go but down. So why, why not just give them that down episode? That's what we're doing. We're getting it out of the way before we bring it right back up in Chicago.
0: Uh, and as a tease, I'm going to see if Bill will join us in a week or two because the draft, Ronick may know this. Ronick, is the draft this weekend? It is, isn't it?
1: That's why he said he couldn't go, right? The draft is this Thursday.
0: Yeah. So did they just do the first round on Thursday? Is that how it's broken down?
1: I am pretty sure that's true. Yes.
0: Okay. So, Kate. So it'll be interesting to see because if you're gonna, there could be some major trades in the NBA. Anyways, I mean, Lillard's been rumored. Ben Simmons. There's some. That's another thing. That stuff is going to happen while the show is going on, and you're going to have people who are just going to miss it. Uh, stay tuned. Stay plugged in. So we'll recap like some trade. Any any trades that actually happened? That the MLB trade deadline is uh, the 29th Also,
1: man, this is a biggie, busy week. That's what I'm
0: sports. saying. This is actually a massive week in sports. And then there's nothing. By the way, there's eight thousand regular <laughs> season play uh, baseball games left. We're still no football. This podcast. That's why we gotta,
1: gotta get Damon part. on. We gotta get Damon. <laughs> get him on here, Matt. Matt, Matt
0: are you hearing this? He's there. Other than that, I think we're done. So if you hear this before the show, before the national, again, just make sure you come up and see us. We are going there to to build our brand, obviously, too. But just to kind of give back, we get some free crap to give away. We're looking forward to meeting as many of our listeners as possible.
1: And we're also looking for as many famous people that we can have on future episodes. If you're already in the business and the hobby, Mike is probably wanting you on. It's okay for me either way. Went, How many people from the hobby do I try to pull on here? I'm just saying, I you guys are great. I just want like I want a famous person. If you guys know a famous person that's not going to be there, and you just want to tell us their phone number, send it to us so we can have them on the show. We like we like fame. And I'm going to try to get Simmons on. I
0: would like Simmons to come on possibly next week or the week after if he has time, because he could recap like any NBA trades, NBA, uh, the NBA draft, all that stuff in much greater detail than Weekend. So. I think we're done.
1: We did it. Yes. Chicago,
0: here we come. Boom. Roasted (laughs) in Chicago. Saturday. I'll take this out. Don't worry (laughs) about
1: it. I was about to say, you're going to have to. You're not (laughs) done yet.
0: All right. Bye.